0: I'm Topher Graham.
1: And this is
0: BC, BC is Creepy. creepy. Yeah! <laughs> That's really tacky.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, we're friends. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Alright, so...
1: This is our first episode.
0: Which means we get to introduce you and tell you about all of the stuff we're going to be doing. This is BC is Creepy. And instead of doing a podcast about horror movies or bloody this or... Blah 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 to do that. <laughs> we thought we'd take it uh, back home and talk to you guys about well, BC.
1: Yeah, because you see, there are a lot of creepy things that happen in BC, and they'd all make great movies. But we ain't got the money to make movies about those. Uh, you also might be wondering who we are. So we make up bad cookie pictures.
0: Yep, yeah, we uh, we co-write, we co-direct, we we uh, produce uh, horror shorts. Um, and eventually features eventually features we'll get there yeah yeah. but you may know some of our work ready to burst uh, paint the town red um
1: man in the rabbit mask it just got a shout out in a YouTube video recently nice
0: <laughs> and um, our new ones coming out uh, nepenthes nepenthes and the devil and I so it's been working a lot we're getting into but we digress yes BC is creepy it was our new podcast yeah <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah
0: we're, we're... Talk about history and all cool, creepy, monster
1: Strange happenings, cryptids, murder, ghosts, and maybe even a cult or two we'll get to eventually. Hopefully. Yeah. Now, uh, we'll be alternating who researches and explains what, so today, Topher will be taking the reins.
0: I get the first one about a murder in Shaughnessy Heights.
1: And that that's a rich people neighborhood if you don't know that
0: here in vancouver yep vancouver bc shaughnessy heights it's in point gray uh
1: try not to flick the paper too much because that's gonna be really bad on you're right <laughs>
0: so i can read it from here okay uh before we start i just uh i need to do something
1: <laughs> o- okay what what do you need to do tover
0: well we're talking about dead people right so yeah I'm, so i just want to smudge the room so we're not like you know really yeah, yeah, it, oh my... it's just a thing. Don't.
1: Jeez. And next thing you're gonna like bring out some crystals, charge them in the moonlight.
0: Like, it's important, okay? You say goodbye to Ouija boards and you smudge rooms when you're talking. We about did not dead say people.
1: goodbye last time we played with my
0: Ouija board. Well, that's gonna cause problems.
1: That was also when we went to the graveyard and. Just
0: <laughs> let me do this thing. Fine. <laughs> <Okay>? <laughs> We're just we smudging the room. Okay, it's,
1: it's, okay. It's not, it's not a big deal. Okay, now that that's out of the way.
0: Now, I can say her name. Okay. So, our our story begins on July 26, 1924, when Janet Smith was found in the basement of the Baker's House in Point Grey by Police Constable James Green of the Point Grey Police Department. Um, so this was called in by a Chinese houseboy named Wong Foon Sing.
1: Uh, can you explain what a Chinese houseboy is?
0: So back in 1924, um, rich people had servants. Yeah. In their house.
1: Okay, so it just, <laughs> it's just—it's nothing more lewd than just a servant.
0: Yeah. It, okay, because
1: a... <laughs> when you think pool boy, you think.
0: No, 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 uh, houseboy. He, he just—they did, didn't even really like him. <laughs> oh. But. Um, we'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so he called in reporting that he had heard a gunshot. They found the, uh, the body of Janet Smith, who was a nursemaid for the Bakers. They were all from Scotland. I'm going to get to their backstory in a bit. Um, but she was found, uh, with a shot to the head and a gun right beside her. And the constable at the time determined her death to suicide, closed the case. Uh, the body was ordered to be embalmed and buried at the Mountain View Cemetery on Fraser Street, despite insistence by close friends that Janet would never kill herself, and a couple inconsistencies in the forensics, which caused uh, quite a bit of problems like, later on. Like
1: what kinds of, like...
0: <laughs> well, stuff like the fact that the back of her head had been smashed in oh, and...
1: Oh, that, that doesn't sound <laughs> very much like a suicide.
0: There was no bullet or blood on the walls and no oh. powder burns on her face huh so not a suicide
1: wait so like where like was there a gunshot wound on her
0: head yes okay just it was post-mortem ah Um, good to know and right away the police constable called it a suicide ordered her body to be embalmed which caused a lot of problems because it got rid of forensic evidence
1: Wonderful,
0: wonderful. Why, oh, those old why would cups. they want to get rid of forensic evidence? I don't know. Oh. Well, yeah. um, so immediately, immediate suspicions went towards Chinese houseboy. Was the only one in the house oh. when the body was discovered. Poor guy. You have no idea. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um, so on August, so they couldn't arrest him. Um, for suspicion of murder um, because there wasn't enough evidence. But on August 12th, he was abducted by two vigilantes and brought to Oscar Robinson's Canadian Detective Bureau on West Hastings where he was beaten throughout the night oh my god but still maintained that he told detectives everything he knew and was released the next day by these two vigilantes and yeah so they thought that they could get it out of him (gasps) that's
1: so racist
0: oh you no. we're not even scratching the racism head here at it's all. Just
1: downhill from here.
0: But um so at this point everything is still a suicide, but there's lots of rumors flying around in the press and uh severe pressure came down from the united council of the scottish society and the janet smith case was reopened and the body was exhumed on the 28th of august so this was later in the month that he had been abducted and the autopsy confirmed that janet smith had in fact been murdered ah ta-da wow (laughs) who knew (laughs) everybody everybody knew that she had been murdered um
1: except the cops for yeah. some reason. But <laughs> I sniff out a conspiracy here. We'll get to it. We'll get okay, to okay. it. Okay, <laughs> okay. Just just
0: you know. Yeah. So, now everybody is against one who's thing, like entirety of Vancouver. Um, oh. Huge campaigns 8 days after the murder um Victor Odium, he was uh a, a writer and he published an editorial entitled should chinese work with white girls which in fact led to uh, a piece of legislation called the janet smith bill which was going to like ban asian men from working with white women so that oh they couldn't like have God. sex <laughs> yeah. that's what they were worried about they were like if they work with them they're gonna like fuck them and that, kill them
1: that <laughs> fuck them and what <laughs> and kill them
0: there is a dead person here
1: (laughs) i know there's a dead person but like who says that the guy had sex with her first
0: well they they thought that he had been like flirting with her he was buying her gifts um and the the big suspicion was that because she didn't return his affections he killed her This was the growing theory that he was like, oh, she's so pretty. Let me give you this. She's like, no, I don't want it. And then he, bam.
1: And then he like, what was that dude in Palo Alto? Oh, that was the guy who like had a manifesto and then he went around killing people because he got, he, girls wouldn't have sex with him.
0: You're talking about, oh, I knew his name.
1: (laughs) What is his name?
0: Robert, we, you know Roger. what? It
1: doesn't matter. Yeah, his name doesn't matter. The victims are what matters.
0: I don't know their names. neither. No,
1: but <laughs> but he was a piece of shit. So moving on.
0: So the Janet Smith bill was ultimately defeated because it was found to be in violation of the Anglo-Japanese Treaty of 1911, which only applied to Japanese people. Yeah, but it was enough to kill this bill. which, Good. good, good. good. <laughs> okay, we didn't. Good. <laughs> we didn't. Go down well, okay. Vancouver has a huge, huge race this past with yeah. with Japanese, of course, but World with, War Two. But Yeah. And <laughs>
1: uh, and other other things which I could tell you about, but <laughs>
0: digressing We're digressing too much. Um so on March twentieth, uh, Wong Wang Fu Sing was abducted again. This oh. time by a group of men donning Ku Klux Klan robes. Dun 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 Wait <laughs>
1: Okay, for some reason I didn't realize that, like, the KKK was active in Canada.
0: Well, they came to Vancouver twice. In the 1920s, they came and everybody hated them because they were vigilantes and they were foreign and they were, like, kind of invading. Um, so it, it wasn't really about their racial thing, but it was more like they worked on the law and they just didn't belong in Canada because they're American.
1: Even back then.
0: Yeah. like Stay ugh.
1: south of the wall.
0: <laughs> Come on get out of here you yeah bunch of goofs although
1: to be fair we we're never we've never been the ones who want the wall
0: <laughs> yeah um the second time they arised was in the 80s and this time people had a huge problem with their racial um background
1: well that's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: so in the 80s we were okay we we yeah. got our our shit together we kicked out the ku klux Klan again
1: we kicked them out twice but this time for the right reasons <laughs> yeah
0: well it, any reason to get rid of racists is true, okay with me. True, <laughs> just
1: even like the more fundamentally society's getting better reason. Yeah, the kind that gives you hope.
0: Yeah, but back to Wang Fun Sing, who is now abducted um, is March he, March twentieth.
1: Is he gonna die?
0: No, but he gets <gasps> tortured for six weeks.
1: How how did he not die?
0: <laughs> well, when you torture somebody, you are not necessarily looking to kill them True. you're just tying them okay. up you're making them really uncomfortable what,
1: what did they do to
0: him? I actually don't have that information that was never oh. really revealed but um, what we do know is that Attorney General Alexander Malcolm Manson knew of the kidnapping and ignored it Oh no! in hopes that new details to solve the case would, would come about oh. and it was ultimately damaging to his career good yeah um, good. but but yeah so he's abducted by um actually some pretty prominent people uh, we're talking about a detective and his son um okay well <laughs> let's uh get it together <laughs> i have two things that i have to come out at once but okay. um i'm gonna start with uh, the day after he was released by his captors, which he still maintained the same story. They never got any new information, no confessions. He was still not the murderer after six weeks of of being tortured. Um, Good job. All Mom. he did was just not kill. I know, no, but to yeah.
1: like not give a false confession, just to end end the torture, he must have been like made a tougher <laughs> stuff, man.
0: Oh, oh, for sure. Uh, so the day after he was released, he was put on trial for murder. Um, but in October the case was thrown out due to lack of evidence
1: Yay!
0: (laughs) couldn't even get a confession of him after kidnapping him Um, as for the kidnappers uh, one man pleaded guilty to kidnapping Uh, a detective and his son were also convicted but the jury gave a strong recommendation of mercy Um, the point gray policemen were acquitted and the government controversially barred the prosecution of the rest of the kidnappers so they couldn't keep making trials for these kidnappers Huh. And in 1926, Wong left Canada and returned to Hong Kong because I don't blame him. No, that's an awful, yeah, awful fate.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Wong. Our our ancestors were assholes. Yeah,
0: yeah, they were. Moving so now that on. we've gotten all of that racial stuff out of the way, back to murder. <laughs> thank God. Back to Janet Smith. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so another theory is she was the housemaid to Frederick Baker, who was officially in Vancouver to sell pharmaceuticals, but um, we know that he fled Scotland to um, um, to avoid drug trafficking charges. Fun. Fun. Yeah. Fun. So we're talking pharmaceuticals at the time, probably like opium.
1: Yeah. But if, so if opium was a pharmaceutical, then what were the drugs? I
0: don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I didn't get to to find that. But uh, so Fred was uh, brother to Richard Baker, and he owned the house and the gun that Janet Smith was shot with. Um, but Richard was uh, vacationing in Europe at the time, so he's kind of off the hook. Uh, Fred and his wife Blanche were staying at the house that she was found in. Mm-hmm. So it was thirty eight fifty one Osler uh, in Shaughnessy Heights. So, fun fact, me and Ariel have been by this house.
1: Yep. We... And
0: we visited the grave of Janet Smith. Yep. Um, we did a tour.
1: Yeah, there's a really, at Halloween time in Vancouver, there is a really cool trolley tour that takes you to all these different places. And it's supposed to be about ghosts, but really you just learn about a lot of cool murder. deaths and murder. Yeah.
0: Vancouver is awesome at Halloween time. <laughs> just period. Come to Vancouver, check it out.
1: Yeah, surprisingly awesome, I'd say. Yeah,
0: so another running theory that that's come out is that uh, Baker's still been trafficking in Vancouver. Big surprise. Yeah, probably. Oh wait,
1: what? <laughs> a, a, a someone who fled drug charges continuing to traffic drugs? Yeah. Whoa, that's weird,
0: man. <laughs> um. So one one theory was that Janet knew this and was murdered to keep her from blowing the rumor. From blowing the cover of the operation.
1: You could say blowing the whistle, perhaps?
0: Yeah. And then, bam. Um, (laughs) There's also another really fun fun theory um, that um, there was a drug-fueled orgy in the house.
1: (laughs) I feel like this is the one that we heard about in the trolley tour.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a really fun one. This is the 1920 s. Everybody's having drugs. everybody's having sex. She gets pulled to the bathroom by two guys and raped and her head gets smashed on the sink. and
1: yeah, this is definitely the theory that I remember hearing. Yeah,
0: and then she's left in the basement and then shot. and a fun fun fact about this one is that um, there was a clairvoyant who had claimed to be there, both in flesh. And spirit. Oh,
1: (laughs) isn't that just being there normally? Yeah. Yeah. But
0: she also, like, blames that she had visions of this murder.
1: Like beforehand?
0: Um, After? After?
1: That's just post-traumatic stress.
0: And Fred Baker adamantly denies that there was a drug-fueled orgy at his house.
1: Well, yeah, as anyone would do if there was a drug fueled orgy at your house,
0: and if you were under suspicion of drug trafficking again,
1: and murder, and murder, most I think murder is kind of top of the list on why you would be denying that.
0: So we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place on that theory. Are you gonna yeah. Are you gonna listen to the psychic or um, you know the drug trafficker? <laughs> Both of
1: which are probably dead by now.
0: <laughs> Quite dead. Yeah. Um so yeah it was but we also have the, the 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 police that are very obviously corrupt in this in this case so it's very likely that somebody wealthy with a lot of money was paying them off. Definitely
1: feels like a cover up.
0: Paying off the judges, the attorney general, um maybe even the houseboy. <laughs> um mm,
1: I don't think the houseboy would have gotten 6 weeks of beatings if
0: he been paid off. <laughs> he probably would have have given it up. Given them up. Yeah. Um, and then in the nineteen thirties, um, we have the um, we have um, a nurse who claimed to hear the deathbed confession of Jack Nickel. So this was the son of the former Daily Province uh, publisher mm-hmm. and uh, Walter Nickel. Who is also the lieutenant governor? So this is the son of a very powerful, rich person. Yeah. So this one's my favorite. This one, I think, probably hits it on the Ned nail. Um. <laughs> <laughs> ned. Words. <laughs> yeah. So Jack Nichol claimed to have had a romantic affair with Janet and was caught with her in the bathroom during mm. the orgy. Oh no! Oh, no. And this claim that he. He smashed her head on the. Okay, this this is the
1: one. This is the one that I remember.
0: Yeah, so he was probably the rich playboy. Although this is still very flimsy evidence. This is all rumors. Everything about this is rumors. Rumors
1: and (laughs) hearsay. It
0: was never solved. It was never declared solved. Um, So
1: technically, it is still open. It is still cold.
0: Cold. Cold like ice. They're never going to solve it. No. (laughs) No, There is a writer of the book, um, Ed Starkins, and he he wrote this book, Who Killed Janet Smith? And he's gone, he's met with everybody, he's done radio interviews, he's researched this farther than anybody could ever research, and he still doesn't know the answer. He doesn't have a clear-cut answer. But it is claimed that Janet Smith still roams Vancouver. Um, Where? Not in... Uh, 3851 Osler, oddly enough, but um, Highcroft Manor, which belonged to Fred Baker's father-in-law. This would have been Fred Baker's wife, Blanche's former home, and so it's possible that she wasn't murdered at the house that she was found in.
1: I especially remember that.
0: And it's possible that there was a big drug-fueled orgy at Highcroft Manor.
1: Now run by the UBC women's... Society or something like that. Yeah,
0: that would be an awesome place to have a drunk-fueled orgy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I remember when we went there. It's so cool there.
0: Yeah, it's huge. It's beautiful. And it's haunted.
1: Yeah, as as most old buildings here are. And
0: closed to the public most of the time.
1: Yep. But I do remember something from our trolley tour that uh, apparently her grave was paid for by the Scottish Society.
0: Yep. So yeah. they were very adamant about uh, justice for her. They rallied a lot of people behind her, and yes, they they raised a whole bunch of funds for. It's a giant tombstone. It really stands yeah. out. Yeah, um, and it's beautiful. And yeah, so this Scottish society, like she was a very popular, young, beautiful. Toffer. Really?
1: You need to turn your phone off when we're doing sorry. this. Come on. This... You should know better.
0: I should know better.
1: You've been on film sets.
0: It could be worse. It's just <laughs> yeah. a phone.
1: I know. It's not a ghost. It's, it's
0: not a ghost or anybody. Or
1: wait, what What if it wasn't you didn't pick it up?
0: No, it was Katie. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I'm sorry. I'll call you back. I promise. <laughs> Don't kill me. i'd be disappointed if she did well yeah yeah Yeah. anyways (laughs) yeah anyways (laughs) so that's that's the janet smith murders it's a great um a great piece of uh, history Um,
1: yeah
0: (laughs) it's yeah to this day people still talk about it um there was a great YouTube interview where people were calling in and were like, I heard rumors of this and I... There was one boy He was all grown up in this interview and he said he remembered seeing the kidnappers. Um, what? When he was like a child.
1: Oh, the kidnappers for like Wong's kidnappers? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So <That's... laughs> police, Ooh. police kidnapped him because they all wanted to solve this murder and he was the closest thing
1: he was the easiest target you might say yeah
0: so references i i took all this information from other sources of course um, yeah
1: we weren't there so it's <laughs> a little hard for you to be your own source
0: the best source of information is a book it's called who killed janet smith it's by ed starkins it's beautiful it's got pictures it's very detailed um and he's basically the top authority and every everything about this case haunted trolley tour was a really big source of information for both of us yeah (laughs) we both we both got to hear this story for the first time from there and of course it gave me reason to go back and revisit and have this story all mapped out for you guys and the forbidden vancouver website they uh, they do tours around gastown they're pretty incredible you learn a lot they do it all in like character (laughs) yeah vancouver do the stuff here we have a great history we have a lot of really cool events and yeah
1: and well it's it's one of those things where you don't really think of vancouver as being this place with like a lot of history and stuff but it just goes to show that like if you dig and scratch at it enough you'll find all this cool information yes (laughs) Okay, so I guess that wraps up our first episode. Episode uh, one, we did yeah, it, we got through. We got through, we managed to survive. No one uh, fainted from anxiety. If you want to hear more about what we're doing this podcast, uh, film wise, any other projects we've got going on, you can look up Bad Cookie Pictures on Facebook, YouTube, Vimeo, uh, Twitter, Instagram.
0: And our website. Yeah,
1: badcookiepictures.com. Nice. Uh, and then also, if you want to follow us individually, you can find me on all of the social medias as at Hanson's Horror.
0: And I'm usually Sneezing Wolf, but tougher endogram. Graham.
1: It's Sneezing Wolf it's for sneezing things wolf. that you can be followed on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't use Twitter. <laughs> you have it, though. I have one. <laughs> you can look at it. It's not... Interesting. It's mostly stuff I did for school, which made me open it, and And stuff that people make me use Twitter for.
1: And then just me tweeting at you sometimes without receiving replies.
0: Bad cookie pictures. (sighs) Bad cookie pictures. (laughs) Use that Twitter. (laughs) That
1: that's the main Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in and we will talk to you again next week. Stay creepy.